Hey, hey, y'all. If you want to head to our website to check out all the different things Pizzazz offers, then just head to pizzazzart.com. That's P-Z-A-Z-Z-A-R-T.com. You will see our online memberships. We've got kids club memberships, our lettering club membership, our one project a month membership. We call that paint and praise. You will see some freebies that we've got there for you. And you'll see our local classes if you're local. So head to the website, check it out, pizzazzart.com, P-Z-A-Z-Z-A-R-T.com. Hey, hey y'all, this is Casey Hope and I am in one of my most favorite places right now. I am sitting on the front porch in Honduras overlooking the mountains. We've got the breeze going and over a children's home full of kiddos that I have grown to love over the years. And I just want to share a little bit of the background on what we are doing here, our partnership with Rice Bowls, and challenge you just a little bit too, just to think of how you can steward what has been given to you. Several years back, I was really praying over this, praying over how can I be a good steward of what you've given me, God? And often when we think of stewardship, we think of money. But stewardship is not just stewarding your money. It's just stewarding your time, your influence, your gifts. And as I was praying through this, you know, this principle of stewardship, I was looking at all areas of my life. And one area was, you know, that I had this influence of kids who were coming to our art studio every single week. And how was I stewarding that well? You know, I had this circle of influence that was teaching kids art, teaching them, you know, to believe in their self bigger life lessons, that it is more blessed to give than receive, that we cannot be a generation that just thinks of me, 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 and we, we cannot raise this next generation to only be focused on me. That is the natural bend. That's the natural what we see kids kind of tending to do is think about me, me, selfie. We have the selfie generation. And I just started thinking, what can I do with my circle of influence with these kids that God has has brought to our business? How can I teach them that life is so much bigger than that? How can I teach them generosity? How can I teach them to think outside their self? And so I really just started praying and and trying to think of ways. And through a lot of prayer and the way that God uses circumstances One night I was, you know, up again, woke up, you know, kind of in the middle of the night, couldn't go back to sleep and was on the internet. And I saw that, uh, that one of my artist friends had been to this home in Honduras. And then I dug a little bit more to see what that was about, who that was with. And I saw that it was with an organization called Rice Bowls. And so I clicked on the Rice Bowls link. And then I started to see that they had these Rice Bowl piggy banks. They were like these plastic piggy banks that look like rice bowls that kids could fill it up with money. And I saw that some church groups were doing this. Some school groups were doing this. Some people would have these piggy banks at their work. And I immediately was like, what is it? Like, this is such a tangible way that I can teach our students how to give back. We can order these rice bowls, these plastic piggy banks. We can have all of our kids fill it up with change. They can find change. They can have lemonade stands. They can do whatever they want to do to fill that bowl up. We told them, if you fill this whole bowl up with change, it's going to feed a kid for a month. Like that's a big deal for a kid to be able to feed another kid for a month. That is very empowering. And though our students, when we first, you know, said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We ordered those bowls. 
and we started passing the bowls out to our students. They had so much fun with it. They loved the thought that they were going to be able to help kids all around the world, and they filled those rice bowls up with change, and we had this big, fun rice bowl breaking party to where they all came, and we had hammers and busted all the bowls, and he saw money flying everywhere, and we counted it, and I mean, those kids, over the years, like every time that we do this, I feel like it's always about a thousand dollars that kids are bringing in through their change, like kids helping kids. And so that was our first like kind of experience with rice bowls. We saw that, Hey, they had these bowls that can teach our kids how to give back and in a fun way. And we were just excited about it. So again, from one prayer of God, how can I steward my circle of influence to then seeing how rice bowls would give us tools in our hands to teach kids generosity and then to see how excited they got. It was just so much fun. And so a few months after we did that, Johnny let us know, hey, we're going to one of these homes that y'all just helped to feed. If you want to come, y'all come on. We're going to go visit these kids. To clarify, they have 55 different homes all across the world in eight different countries. So they have a lot of different homes. But this particular time, they were going to Honduras, and they invited us to go with them. And I'll tell you, I was a little bit scared. I Googled Honduras, and there was like a a warning from America to not go there. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. But me and my husband, we took a leap of faith. We went on that very first trip, and we had no idea how going on that very first trip to Honduras, to this children's home that I'm sitting at right now, back in 2000 and either 14 or 15, one of those, we had no idea how much that trip was going to change our life. Because once we got here, we fell in love with these kids. We saw that these kids were some of the happiest, sweetest kids we had ever seen. We started seeing some similarities between some of the kids that are here and our kids like, oh, they have a similar personality or, oh, they laugh at the same things. And we just, we fell in love. And, you know, one day we were on the bus just going through the city. And you just sometimes get these pulls at your heart, like, oh, I want to do more. Like, yeah, we, you know, that was great that our our students were able to provide some money for these kids, but I want to do more. And earlier in the week, then I met one of the directors of the home and I'd heard her testimony of how exciting it was when she got the call from Rice Bowls. So let me explain just a little bit. The Rice Bowls does not run these homes. They provide the food budget for these homes. So they find children's homes that are, you know, having a lot of kids that they need to feed and to clothe. And they kind of vet them out, make sure that they're ran good and have systems in place for accountability. And then they say, hey, we're going to take over the food budget. You no longer have to worry about feeding all of these kiddos like we got it. And earlier that week, I had talked to the director of this home and to hear her testimony of when she got the call from Rice Bowls that said, hey, we're taking this over. We're going to provide the food budget. And she just was reenacting how she felt. And she was jumping up and down. She said, she said, I was on that phone, just jumping up and down. I wanted to run outside and just scream because it was just such a huge blessing for these people who had given up, you know, a lot of their, you know, life to come to another country and to serve these kids. And now they have this partnership with Rice Bowls that's going to help them do it and ensure that these kids are going to get three good meals a day without them having the stress of having to figure out the fundraising side of that. So I had heard her testimony. I had seen these kids that I love. 
I was on a bus with a little bit of, you know, quiet time. And there comes that pull, just that pull of we've got to do more. We have got to do more to help these kids, to help this ministry. Like it is such a good thing to be able to provide physical needs for kids around the world. And you you really see the need for it in other countries. No doubt there is hunger in America, no doubt. But in America, there are also a lot of resources that, that can help. And in a lot of these third world countries, there are not those resources. There is not you know, reduced lunch at school. There are not close food pantries. It's a desolate, you know, area. So you just really see the need for stability and food. And on that bus run, during that pool, and I'm praying, God, like, what can we do? And I wanted to be able to say, I would love to give X amount every single month, you know, whatever that amount may be. But as a small business owner, and at the time, pretty new small business owner, I mean, we were you know, just maybe seven years into business or so, you never know what's coming in. Anybody who is an entrepreneur knows you never know what, what your profit and loss statement is going to look like from month to month. So it's a little nerve wracking to commit a big financial number every single month. But what I could do and what God gave me the idea for there is do the one-for-one method. You know, I had seen Tom's shoes do that years before, you know, for every person who bought a pair of shoes, they would give a pair of shoes. I thought, hey, for every kid that we teach, I can feed a kid for a day. For every kid that we teach, I can feed a kid for a day. And so that's what we started doing. We made that commitment and we started doing that. And that was when we just had a few kids. I mean, you know, it was, it was good, but it wasn't, we didn't teach near as many kids and adults as we do now because of the online platforms that we have. So over the years, we've been able to feed, you know, every kid that comes to our studio for classes or birthday parties, we feed a kid for a day. That also rolls over into every adult that comes to our studio. We feed a kid for a day. And when we started in the online space, that transferred again. Okay, here we go. The Lord has expanded our territory. He's expanded our influence. We will be faithful with the prompt he put on our heart a long time ago that for every kid he brought us, for every student that he brought us, we would be faithful and steward that gift well and feed a kid for a day too. So it has been such a blessing over the years to be able to see that just how God can use the American dollar to stretch so far, so, so far. I wish I had a number to tell you how many thousands of meals we've been able to provide. I can't even, I didn't do the math beforehand. I know like last year it was about 54,000 meals. The year before that, it was somewhere around the same. I didn't do the math beforehand to see how many meals we've been able to provide. But the fact is the American dollar, one dollar, can feed a kid for, you know, three meals a day. So it stretches so much farther here. And we all, all of us have gifts and a you know, sphere of influence to where we can make a difference in other people's lives. We just got to open our eyes and ask God that question. Like, God, how do I steward this? Well, he will show you, he will show you. I firmly believe that this whole path with rice bowls started with me just asking God, how do I steward this gift? Well, How do I steward the kids that you've given me well? And then the next was, how do I steward this business well? And so just ask that question and keep your eyes open. And I guarantee he is going to show you. We are on a trip right now. 
with a lot of people from, you know, from our hometown, some people that are not from our hometown. I've been on multiple trips throughout the past year of just all kinds of people who just come and we serve these kids. We play with them. We do art camps with them. We do whatever gift you have, you can bring it to the kids juggling, sports, all the things. We just have fun and love on them. And it's always one of my favorite weeks. And this week has been no different. It has been awesome, awesome. But I'm going to sit down and chat with Johnny in just a bit. He is the director of Rice Bowls, just so you can hear from him a little bit. Put a voice (laughs) to a name and to an organization. Usually we say a face to the name, but a voice to, to the organization and just hear a little bit from him about what Rice Bowls does and what it represents and how you can get involved. Hey, hey, y'all. I am here in Honduras looking at the beautiful mountains. And I'm here with Johnny. He is the director of Rice Bowls. And I just want y'all to hear a little bit from his mouth, just kind of, you know, what Rice Bowls even is and who it serves and how it provides hope in the chaos all around the world. So welcome, Johnny. Tell us, Johnny, if I had never heard of Rice Bowls before, if this is the first time somebody is hearing about it, tell us kind of what it is, maybe what it's not. (laughs) There's a lot of misconceptions about what it is, but tell us about what Rice Bowls is as an organization. Yeah, Rice Bowls feeds orphan kids all around the world with three healthy meals a day and uh, that are bought locally and that the house moms are making with recipes that are passed down from generations. So uh, the kids are getting quality meals. And most of the kids that come into our children's homes, orphanages, if you will, they have never had three meals a day. And so the three meals a day just provides stability and nourishment for them to be able to grow into the future leaders that we want to help them become. Awesome. And it's not just rice. A lot of people (laughs) hear the name rice bowls and they think it's just rice, but it is a lot of a lot of good food, fresh fruit, vegetables from the local area, a lot of good stuff. Then we eat it. We are, you know, like I said, we are here in Honduras right now. And the food that they provide is exactly what we eat when we're on these team trips. And everybody has been saying how much they love the food. So it's awesome food. What changes have you personally seen in some of these kids who, you know, go from malnourished to three meals a day? Like, what are the, the changes that you see? Yeah, you know, we grew up in a society that three meals a day is just common. But like I said earlier, these kids don't get to enjoy that. But so it provides just more than nourishment. It provides the first thing of stability in their life. And it helps them sleep at night, helps them to be able to learn at school and just, you know, really settles their body. And that's a big deal. Something that we've never really known, but something that they really, that's the first thing that is in their life that shows them that people love and care for them is when they have a meal in front of them. Yeah. And I've seen personally just, you know, some of the kids, you know, when they get to this particular home that we're at, you know, their hair is coming out. It's got that kind of reddish tint from being malnourished. And then after a few months, we see that their hair is grown in black. They are, you know, filling in with smiles on their face. It's just really cool to see what, you know, three meals a day and some love can do to a kid physically in such a short amount of time. You've been working for Rice Bowls for how many years? How long have you been with Rice Bowls? I think this is going on 15. Okay. What drives you to keep fighting for these kids? You know, kids just need somebody that's going to be committed and dedicated and that's just going to show up every day. I mean, we do that for our own kids, but these kids just don't have that. That's the reason why they're here. And, you know, Rice Bowls and our donors and our partners and people who come on trips, that's what we want to be for them. We want them to be that 
stable group of people that is willing to fight for them, is willing to show up and willing to say, hey, we love and care for you. Okay. And so if somebody wants to come alongside and partner with Rice Bowls and to help provide stability and hope to, to kids around the world, how can they get involved? Yeah, the easiest thing is just to follow us on social media, Rice Bowls ORG, or go to ricebowls.org. And there are a lot of ways for you to get involved. And we would love for you to come alongside us and what we're doing and caring for abandoned, abused, neglected kids all over the world. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Johnny. Okay, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed hearing from Johnny. And just to remind you of a few ways you can get involved. You can give. You can give out of, you know, your personal savings, but you can also do what we do and align your business if you've got a business with Rice Bowl so that your business is able to give back. You can go on trips. You can order Rice Bowls and do Rice Bowls campaigns just like I said that we did in the beginning. If you've got, you know, a school group, a church group, a small group, whatever. For us, in our case, it was an art studio. And so, you know, whatever you've got, if you want those Rice Bowls, they've got that too. But there's lots of ways to get involved both with trips and with giving. So y'all go check them out and let us know if you've got any questions. All right, y'all. See ya, see ya. Thanks so much for listening. If y'all want to get text reminders of when new episodes are released, feel free to text the word podcast to 1-334-249-1818 and we will shoot you a reminder when a new episode drops.